0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as European football returns to our game. Rangers are in Belgium for the first leg of their Europa League last 32 tie against Royal Antwerp. Celtic's win against Aberdeen means the gap at the top of the Premiership sits at 15 points with no more games in hand to be played and St Mirren and Hamilton have to settle for a share of the spoils in Paisley. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. A big night ahead, Gordon, for Rangers uh, against Royal Antwerp. Stephen Gerrard's side have been impressive on the road this season in Europe against Benfica, like Posen and Standard Liège, and they'll be looking for more of the same tonight. But Royal Antwerp will be no pushover second in the league, albeit a big distance behind Bruges, but have already beaten Jose Mourinho's Tottenham side and, and finished narrowly behind them in the group stages. So it will be tough, but Steven Gerrard must be confident going into this game that he can get a positive result to take into the second leg in a couple of weeks' time. Domestically, a good 1-0 win for Celtic last night. Not at their flying best, but one man who is at his flying best is Turnbull. He gets the winner. A share of the spoils for Jim Goodwin and Brian Rice. Got to say, that probably favours Brian Rice more than it did Jim Goodwin last uh, night. Gordon DL, it's been a while. We used to love these Thursday nights and we were wall-to-wall European football. They've been put in the back burner for a couple of months, but back a massive game for Rangers tonight. Yeah, I think uh, I think all the supporters will be looking forward to it, Gordon. And they'll be looking forward to it with confidence, as will the manager and uh, the players. It will be difficult. Uh, this won't be a pushover uh, But Rangers performances in Europe Especially this season And away from home Have been terrific They give me a lot of confidence In the fact that They know that The most important thing is Don't lose goals And their defence is very very good With a terrific goalkeeper They've got a threat up front The big interesting thing tonight will be Who will be the starting 11 Gordon goes into the game it's a good question And we want you to answer it Really 01419511025 Rangers fans 8 o'clock kickoff. We're building up to it So pick your team We've missed this On these big European nights Roof is back available Morelos is back available Do you play them both? Do you play one of them? Do you play none of them? Who else? Guys like Scott Arfield Coming back from injury uh, Usual perhaps Toss up between the centre half to partner Connor Goldson. So Rangers fans, get in touch, pick your team for tonight, and let us know how you're feeling ahead of kickoff. Are you confident? Nervous? Somewhere in the middle? Let us know. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Of course, Celtic fans, Aberdeen fans, what did you make of the game last night? It's been so long. All this talk of games in hand and all the rest of it. Well, that's it. Done. It's Rangers and Celtic. They've played the same amount of games. Fifteen points is the gap after Celtic beat Aberdeen last night. What did you make of it? What about David Turnbull uh, and St Mirren and Hamilton, of course, settling for that draw? So don't hang about, pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. Let's start looking at the big game tonight before we look backwards. So Rangers fans, perfect time for you to pick up the phone, pick your starting eleven. Let us know how you're feeling, if you're confident or not. Um, Mark, how, how confident should the Rangers fans be before they, they tell us? How confident would you imagine that they are? I think they'll be extremely confident. Now, when we looked at the draw when it came out, I, I think there was a lot. Uh, teams in there that you probably wouldn't have fancied facing um, so Royal Antwerp probably not the giants that you associate with a big European night but they still will pose a threat like I said in that group with Spurs they only finished one point behind them they beat Spurs 1-0 at home albeit they got beat 2-0 away from home and Spurs may have left a few players out but it was still a very good Tottenham side so 
there there still will be dangers there but Rangers have to take confidence uh, how they've played away from home in Europe in the past couple of years and you know you take the most recent uh, history when they went away to places Benfica standardly age Poznan we are a much changed type, uh, side and done the business Steven Gerrard and his coaching team know how to play away from home in Europe the team the individuals he's got are set up for this kind of tie and I think going into it he knows he's got a goalkeeper and a back four he can rely on to keep the door shut and he's got that cutting edge up front who can grab that vital away goal Right we want the Rangers fans to pick their team what would you imagine it looks like Gordon Morelos and Roof are both available so let's start there do they both play? Um, uh, not on my team I would definitely start with Morelos I think he's just a big player for Rangers I know that there's an argument going Especially about, in Europe Yeah but there's an argument about, oh, He's not had his best season But when the big games come around I would certainly go with Morelos uh, Roof I would put in the bench Gordon uh, I would have probably And you can make a case for other players But I'd have Aribo and uh, Kent And I would play Jack Davis and Kamara And the back four I would probably partner Balogun uh, in there with uh, Golson and the two fullbacks in the goal. So not Hollander, no. No, I go with Balogun tonight. Hollander right. did the press yesterday, so he'll probably play, and that <laughs> means that you. Does he do the press? He did. Okay, that doesn't always matter. No, it doesn't always. I remember going away to the new camp with Celtic to work, and um, Tom Rogic did the press, and the Spanish journalists always they were asking how do you, how do you pronounce his name, and asking all about Tom Rogic, and he didn't play the following night, mm. so it can happen. Means nothing. Um, Mark Wilson, it's trying to gauge the Rangers team is interesting because Europe's been on the back burner for a while and the last game of the the group stage campaign was the like Poznan game where they made all those changes anyway because they could afford to. So the last full strength Rangers team in Europe, if you like, was all the way back on the third of December. Um the home game against Standard Liège. Now that game did have a front three of Kent, Morelos and Roof. What would you expect to see there tonight And does do, do the suspensions play any part in that Or, or will it be a completely separate I, I, decision I think for me personally I would play uh, Morelos and Roof uh, And Roof off a side I think he, he's shown he can play there um, Big believer I play your, your strongest team And your best players And I, I just touched on that there Rangers know that they've got the back four and the goalkeeper and a midfield three, or whoever they pick in that midfield three, that will do the work defensively. They will do the shift. But going forward, yeah, away from home, you've got to have guys who will produce that little bit of magic. And I think yeah, you stand a better chance if you've got Morelos spearheading it and Roof coming off a side. OK, let's see what your Rangers fans make of it. 0141-951-1025. Nadim is a Rangers fan from Livingston. Nadim, we're a bit away from finding out the teams. What would... What would your choice be tonight? Hi guys, how you doing? Yep, all good, good to hear from you Good, good, yeah Now I was the last one then But um, yeah, so My team for tonight I think um, yeah, yeah, you've always got to have McGregor in goals I think that's a, that's a, that's a given mm-hmm. um, In terms of the second half I know he likes, to, he likes to chop and change Doesn't he? But still uh, For me it'd be Goldson And, and Balgan I think Balgan's got a bit more pace Than, than Hellander So he can recover a bit Especially in Europe Where the fight teams are quite quite good in the attack, and the right back, yep, got to be Tav in the right, Taverni in the right back, and, and Barisic left back. One thing I don't know if maybe you guys would agree with me on this. Maybe some of the just fans won't agree either, but I don't know if I'd play uh, Ryan Kent tonight. Um, just over the last few games, he's, he's he's maybe been off the boil a little bit. I'm not saying that he's not a good player; he's a cracking player. He definitely is, but I don't know if I would I'd maybe 
keep him out. He's got the pace to to to, to hurt and uh, to hurt Dan Reyes, but I just think that it's not been great. I'd maybe play maybe Hadji Hadji instead of him and have a Rebo on the right and a midfield. I would certainly have Stephen Davis and, and Ryan Jack in the midfield and Morales up front, as Gordon was saying there. I think he's he's, he's our best striker by by country mile, so I think he's got to play Morales up front. It's an interesting one, Gordon. He tends to play the big games, Ryan. In fact, he plays he plays all the games really. Um, but Nadim's making a case for Yanis um, Hadji to play. Yeah, the good thing is Gordon. He's got so many options. You know, we talk about the centre backs. Who will be the the one in the back for Balogun. Do you know what though, right? And, and I, because taking the mickey out of you is a, a real hobby of ours, as, as mm-hmm. you know. And we had the little dig about Hollander, but you're, you are clearly basing that on Balogun played, I think, five out of the six group stage games. So when, when it comes to Europe, you, you are right as much as I. Yeah, but, but the, th- the like good thing is he's got, he's got a good squad there. He's got plenty of options. Um, I just think going away now. A lot of people fancy Rangers tonight Especially the former And Mark said there They could have got a much tougher draw in this But they're, they're a decent side This this uh, this team And you don't want to just throw Everything and every caution at it Away from home I think Stephen Gerrard will be saying Right okay It's a two-legged affair here We can bring our result back And quite simply do the business So as long as he keeps his cell in the tie and I think he's got players that can do that. I think Aribo could be a, a big player tonight. But he can go where Hadji, he can go where Ruth off the side, as Mark said. But I think his mainstay will be Morelos through so, the middle. So you would keep Kent in, regardless of Nadim's case I, that he's well, put up? Well, I told, listen, I stood here, was at the Ross County game, and said, if I was it, I ever got to leave someone out for a rest, and I said a red, not drop them, I'd have been Kent, because I think he needed that. That's dropping though, isn't it? <laughs> not really, <laughs> not, 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 the, not, not the way I do it. Um, <laughs> But tonight, I think away from home, a bit of pace, Gordon, on the counter attack. I think you go with Kent. Mm. I think you go with Morelos. And I think Aribo gives you so much. Now, the one player I would have found a place for if he'd have been fit coming back, obviously, is the main mm. man for me, Arfield. I think he's brilliant at this sort of a. I mean, he, so, is, he is fit, but you, you don't envisage him I, going straight. Yeah, in. I think he's missed too much football. Nadim? Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, um, uh, the fact that he's missed too much football. I mean, he might come off the bench. I think he's a, he's a definitely brilliant, pro, uh, you know, prospect. Have on the bench, he comes off and he makes those runs in behind and helps uh, Morelos, you know, hopefully get get some goals. But yeah, I just think he's he's, he's not fully fit for that. Um, and I, I agree also, you know, I think Kent will start. I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say he's not going to start, mm-hmm. but I just think I think he, I think he does need a rest. You know, I, I don't know if the guys agree. He does look a bit tired. Over in recent in recent games, he's not been up to the usual standards as as he has been previously. But I mean, overall, I'm I'm quite confident. I think we'll go there and win win tonight. I, I'm hopeful that we'll win. Um, I think under Stephen Gerrard and under previous managers and previous campaigns, there's always been a bit of a you know let's just get a draw away from home and not see a goal. But see see under Stephen Gerrard, I think it's totally different. I think we we'll, we'll go away. I mean, no, we're going to score. And as 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 the guys were saying earlier on, that we just don't concede away from home. You know. Yeah, I mean, to be fair. The the performances mark Nadim's right. You look at Standard Liège was two 0 away. They certainly conceded away against Benfica, but scored three of their own to rescue um, a very impressive point. The two 0 win at Lake Poznan with the change team as well. Even going back to the was that the playoff round the the Willem Twey four nil yeah um, away from home. That doesn't mean that that definitely happens tonight. But Rangers have clearly got a blueprint of how to perform away in Europe. Um, you wonder how fresh in the memory it is you know. During the group stage You're kind of going Week to week Or every second week And you 
You've got the, the bit between your teeth in Europe They've had a, a European layoff If you like Does that make any difference? I don't think it'll make any difference at all Gordon I think when domestically you're coming back And you're you're pretty much showing the same form And you're conceding as few goals As as you have done in, in European football It just rolls into another game um, Listen, no doubt the European game is different When you're on the pitch But Steven Gerrard, his coaching team um, Have done a lot of work on that full unit to, to help them understand what it, it takes to win and keep clean sheets in Europe You even go back to last season Where a lot of their performances were particularly impressive as well Defensively, uh, getting over the line So I don't think it'll be any different tonight I don't think they'll be caught cold I think they're set up for attack football I think Kent um, is imperative to that uh, Although he's not been his sparkling best I think you still need a ball carrier uh, Away from home in Europe mm. And if you take him out of the team Then you think who's going to you know, take you up the pitch 40, 50 yards with the ball and he'd be your man so I don't think they'll be uh, they'll be left short tonight uh, Let's hear a bit from Stephen Gerrard then ahead of kick-off You know, this is a level where you can't afford to have a night off um, you can't afford to put in a performance for example, like our Hamilton performance we know the level goes up in this competition the standard, the technical quality goes up for sure so we have to be right at it and find our maximum level of performance to qualify uh, through this stage in terms of going deeper into the competition, it's not really to think about at the moment. It's about trying to respect the challenge that's going to come over the course of the next seven or eight days and um, just take it one stage at a time. But, you know, we've got confidence and we've got belief, but we've got respect at the same time because these won't be too easy games. We're playing against a powerful team um, who, who physically um, and technically are more than capable on their day of, of finding two top performances. So, that's the reason why it's a, it's an intriguing tie. Do you think because of the way that sometimes people look in our game, do you think teams un, have been underestimating Rangers in any way? And, and if that is the case, surely um, Antwerp won't do the same, having seen what Rangers did to to Standard Liège over you over two uh, legs. Well, you wouldn't think so, um, but I get your I get your point. I mean, in in these full. Europa League I just like people runs. always look down their nose at us a little bit yeah, I, I totally agree with you but you would think the bigger teams that Rangers have come up against would have caught on a, a bit ago about that and not underestimate them so you know we, we can't take anything away from Rangers how they lift their performance levels to, to match these sides who spend let's, mm. let's be honest millions and millions more than oh, Rangers absolutely. do um, but they always manage to raise their performance levels and that's great credit to to Steven Gerrard and his, his players Alright let's bring in George Who's a Rangers fan from Guruk How's it going George? How confident are you tonight? Uh, well I think it'll be a difficult game for Rangers uh, I think they will concede a goal But they might win 2-1 That's certainly what I've uh, given my money to Labrooks for uh, I think tonight they need to play the Belgian players they have Previous Belgian players They need to play Hadji and they need to play Ruth Morelos is a stick on and the back five, which is McGregor, Savanier, Goldson, Holander, uh, and Barisic, they're a stick on as well. Yeah. In the middle, you, you've got to play Davis. He's just, he is, he's unbelievable player. And you can pick any, anybody else you like to fill in there. I think Arfield won't be ready yet. He'll be on the bench. Um, and, and Kent, possibly, yes or no. I'm not too sure about that. But I think Rangers will do well. Um, they have conceded a few goals recently, which is disappointing. Uh, but yeah, they've got a real chance here. You know, got a real chance. Just thinking something you were saying about, you know, Kamal Roof and Yanis Hadji. I assume you mean the fact that, that they've played 
in Belgium previously. Um, do you think does that really matter to you? I think it does. I think it matters psychologically that these guys have played against these these players before, and they'll see them coming up again. You know, because it's the opposition. So I think I think that'll matter. Yeah. I I I know where George has come from, but I don't. Um, you know, I don't think it matters. Um, I think that. Uh, Every game's different. They'll just look after the uh, individual game tonight. Do you Joe, play Kamar Roof simply for the madness that he produced in Belgium the last time he played? Uh, no, no. You, you you play a team that you think. <laughs> ah, but come on. If you're against, fifty, fifty. No. If you if you can't quite make up your mind, you might no, as well. No, bring him on and let him uh, hit yeah, one. Yeah, because he came on last, that day. Yeah, well, exactly. He? I think you play a team. You look at the opposition, Gordon. You look at where you can hurt them, and you play the team and the players that suits that game tonight and that's what Steven Gerrard and his staff will have looked at over the last few weeks um, now Rangers have got plenty of attacking players there but they've just got to you know keep the ball tonight and I think that Ryan Jack's a certainty I think he's a massive player from. I agree with George Davis has got to be in there because he keeps the ball for you you know when you're under a little bit of caution you will be because you're away from home Davis, you get the ball to him, he can find that pass, he can open up defences, he can calm everything down with Jack in the middle of the park. Kamara in there is another excellent uh, player as well. And it's just trying to get that balance of the front three that he thinks tonight will be the difference, you know, of going over there and really getting a good result, positive result, you know, even scoring a goal. But if you give Je- uh, Stephen Gerrard tonight a clean sheet, You'd bite your hand mm. off it uh, George This is something that came up last night I think it was But I think it's worth revisiting The fact that you are now Got such a comfortable lead In the Premiership And for most people It's a case of When And not if Does that change your feelings Towards Europe anymore? I wonder if it's moved from being You know A nice wee bonus uh, Can you make it a bit more of a A priority now Given that, that the league looks like it's wrapped up? Well not really I mean I'm I'm, I'm afraid I'm in the camp where we haven't actually won anything yet, and I think Gerard knows that. And you could get a couple of silly defeats. Let's face it, Hamilton should have beat Rangers. You know, that, that would have been a bad result for Rangers. That could happen again. You get a couple of firm games coming up, suddenly goes down to 9.6 points. The bells start ringing. So we haven't won anything yet. We need to be disciplined. And thankfully we've got Gerard. I wake up every morning and thank the Lord that Gerard is our manager. I think I do that with a lot of other Rangers supporters. Uh, the European thing I think Gerard's got a real taste for that Just because of his background And you know it's great to see Rangers in the last 32 I think it was in the last 16 Given a real shout at this They could go really far Yeah certainly looks like uh, The previous results would suggest that But you never know football's a funny game We'll watch that one with interest tonight Thank you George in Guruk, I was going to ask you, Gordon Deal, what you thank the Lord for every morning when you wake up, but it's only yeah. 25 past six and it's a family <laughs> show, so uh, I think we better leave that one there. Right, we will continue building up to kick off. We'll give you the team news as soon as we can. What about you, Celtic fans? What did you make of that last night? That's now the games in hand done. It's 15 points. How are you feeling about the form at the moment? And of course, you have to talk about the man who's definitely in form, David Turnbull. Get your calls in. We'll look back on that game next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here building up to kick off between Rangers and Antwerp 8 o'clock. So keep your pre-match thoughts coming in on that, on the phones and on Twitter. Uh, Let's look back on last night's action. So Celtic fans, great time for you 
To get in touch John Kennedy says The win against Aberdeen Shows the progress In recent weeks They held on for that Narrow 1-0 win Despite some late pressure From Aberdeen It does cut the gap At the top To 15 points It's pleasing the fact You know we've Seen the game out The way we did We wouldn't like We don't want to be In that position You know we'd rather Be two or three up And, and much more comfortable And control of the game But you know, you know when you're going to the last 10 minutes, you know, especially against a team like Aberdeen who've got a bit of quality that they're going to put a bit of pressure on. You know, um, So, again, in the past we have conceded late goals, we've conceded goals when we've came under that type of pressure. So it was a real pleasing aspect for us that the boys stayed so strongly, defended set plays. Again, another area we've had to improve upon um, very well in the end and, and ultimately got a win, which was deserved in the end. If we perform well, we know we can get results. Um, and there's too many times this year where we've probably fallen below par in terms of performances and ultimately that leads to bad results so you know the last little period has been good you know some good performances um, both individually and and some good areas of the team Um, but game on game we just need to keep building on that need to keep trying to improve the team try to improve individuals let's bring in Craig who is a Celtic fan from East Kilbride what did you make of it last night Craig? yeah I thought it was a a, a great game Um, I, I do firmly believe that uh, 10 in a row uh, is still going to happen if not this year then probably next year um, and Sorry? I just think that Lennon's the, the right man for the job Is there something I'm missing some sort of wind up here 10 in a row next year? Aye well if not this year then next year ah, It's Craig having me on is it, is it one of these? How can, it be, how can it be in a row Craig? Say again sorry? How can it be in a row? Well it's I think well. If they don't win it this ten this year, then I believe the next nine ten years that will that they will get ten at oh, one point. Right, geez, well, we're looking ahead. We're looking rather far ahead. Um, possibly, I don't know. Even, even that's a prediction of Hugh Evans' mm. proportions. So I wouldn't want to um, go <laughs> look too far ahead. Mark Wilson, what did you make of last night? Let's let's stick to the, this oh, yeah, current yeah. time frame. Um, last night is pretty pretty much what Celtic have been the last four or five weeks. At some stages in the game, they they looked good. Impressive uh, performance again from Turnbull and a, and a good goal, but some moments again looked ropey. And Aberdeen, you know, unlucky not to grab something, albeit Celtic, you know, were were probably in control most of the game. Um, the important thing for Neil Lennon and, and Celtic just now is just to keep winning. Their performances, like I said, there have been good in some stages of this five game run, uh, and. And slightly average in, in other aspects But to get five wins in a row Is so important You need to look back to The end of August To to the period To the start of October Where they went in a run I think they won eight in a row In that period Leading up to that Rangers game uh, Their last victory in that period Was against St Johnson If you remember when Griffiths And Brown comes on to rescue And save the day And then they went on a Apache run of form And that's what's that's what's caused this damage that's irreparable at this stage. That that period from October to January where they would win a couple, lose one, draw a few, and that's been the problem for Celtic. And now they've pieced together this run of five games in a row. All they can do is keep winning to try and put as much pressure as they can on Rangers and hope that they may slip up once or twice to make this points gap more respectable. Two games to go against Rangers, keep chipping away and... Get it more respectable But it's that period From October to January That's caused Celtic So much damage this year Craig's disappeared I, I thought we were going to get more Predictions mm. for the future If you want to join us right now And take his place That's fine 01419511025 Do pick up the phone uh, What did you make of it last night Gordon? I thought it was a good result For Celtic um, 
they come under a cosh last 15 minutes Gordon you're expecting Aberdeen to throw everything at them another terrific goal from Turnbull you've got to say um, he's been an absolute star um, this season for Celtic but for me the man of the match I thought Christopher Ayer was was outstanding last night uh, for some reason he's come back to form really playing well just now uh, he's got young Welsh in there with him and he's trying his best to help him as well and I thought you know, I, I thought the two centre-halves played particularly well. But Celtic are doing what they have to do. They have to keep winning games. Yeah, I think that everybody would love a, a, a fantastic performance with the, the the fantastic goal and the three points. But it was all about getting the result. And they showed a bit of desire, especially when Celtic uh, Aberdeen put a bit of pressure on them in the, uh, the, the final parts of the game. Uh, they stood up to that and they worked very hard for the three points. And I thought on the end they deserved to win the game. David Turnbull again The match winner yeah. Mark Wilson I mean don't get me wrong I'm sure Derek McInnes Might be re-watching the goal And sort of wondering Where on earth his team were Because Callum McGregor Kind of walks the full length Of the pitch And gives it to David Turnbull But from there on What mm. a strike it was eh You would think people Would catch on To David Turnbull 25 yards out That uh, you can't give him that time Look There's players in this league And there's players I came up against 25 yards out You would give them time and space And let them do what they want with But David Turnbull certainly isn't one And look The number 10 position for Celtic If you want to call that Is an incredibly tough role to fill You need to be creative You need to be confident You need to be out there And willing to take risks And for What did he sign for going £3, three million pounds. I mean it looks a snip at this stage Because he's the one bright spark That's been probably constant Throughout all this you know all, all all the panic that's went on at Celtic in the last few months, and his goal last night is just—it's a trademark goal, and that's that's a great thing to have. You know, labelled at yeah, a trademark goal. What age is he? Twenty-one. Twenty, uh, I think. And maybe he's 21. already getting associated with these outstanding strikes from outside the box. So, I'm um, I'm delighted for him because it was a it was a hard gig sitting in the touchline or the sidelines for a year injured, then coming into Celtic and seeing everything fall 21, apart. Twenty one, sorry, yeah, right. and and not getting a game when he he probably knew he should have been getting a game, but to come in and grab it by scruff and it terrific and it bodes well for Scotland as well. well You'd I, like I, to think. I was going to say right, that's come up a couple of times and we've kind of touched on it. At, at what point is that a real? Well, is it's a debate now? So, can he can he get involved in that Euro squad in the summer? I mean, we'll never know how Stevie Clark feels in terms of loyalty and rewarding mm-hmm. the people that got there. But if you were looking for someone to force their way into the squad, is he the obvious? I think he's got to position? I think he's got to win the squad. But what I will say, as much as he's been terrific, and you know, in the in the last few months for Celtic, when they were really struggling, he stepped up to the the plate, Gordon. He's he's got some competition ahead of him, you know. There's some fantastic midfield players mm-hmm. going about. You look at even across the city the rivals. Ryan Jack's come back for it, playing mm-hmm. very well, scored a terrific goal. You've got guys in there like uh, McGregor, his uh, mm-hmm. Celtic teammate. You've even the Armstrong who's producing mm-hmm. can't get in, and he's producing the Premier League. McGinn's been a, well, he's, a standard. He's not. He's not gonna, it's not going to be instead of either of them, though, is it? You're, no, but you're, pushing you're, the you're looking, squad. You're I probably th- looking. I don't know. Uh, and Stevie Clark sort of taking take order so far. John Fleck. John Fleck. Yeah. yeah. Kenny yeah. McLean scored some vital penalties. Whether that, you know, stands uh, him in good if stead. If we were going to the Euros tomorrow, I'd take him all day long oh, in yeah. the squad because he's a guy who, who probably, like you are saying, uh, isn't going to start. But if you're looking for somebody when you're struggling or nothing's happened in the game to bring on, whipping a set piece, 
put one in the top corner for 25 yards there's, there's few better than him at this moment in time and obviously Christie goes right Christie's been unbelievable for Scotland scored the goal in Serbia and so on but, but that comparison's interesting if you look at them both at Celtic just now there's clearly not well, for some people there would be there would be nothing in it. Some people would have turned ahead, but there's you know he's clearly on a similar level. Yeah. So well, I think he's out. I th- I do think he's outshining Christie at the minute. Um, I think Christie has served Celtic well, scored some great goals, important goals, especially for Scotland. But if you're talking form just now, I think Turnbull is ahead of him. Uh, let's bring in Thomas, who's a Celtic fan in Darnley. See what he made of it last night. Thomas, how was it for you? Hello, hello, panel. Uh, good evening. Uh, I'm just uh, the point. I'm the a couple of points I want to make is basically, uh, well, last night I thought Celtic were terrible. Uh, that's my first point. Uh, basically, I think Neil Lennon, since the day he walked into the club, he's took the club backwards for where Brendan Rodgers left the club. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of why, uh, why Brendan Rodgers left the club, but basically Neil Lennon's took quite a lot of experience out the team i.e. Scott Sinclair, uh, Craig Gordon, Johnny Hayes and Michael Lustig and I think they were kind of struggling for day one this season. Would you, I mean, are they all Neil Lennon's fault though? I mean, Michael Lustig was an unbelievable servant to Celtic, Thomas, but he was coming to the end of his his time there, you know, operating at that level, was he not? Johnny Hayes, yes, putting out a shift for Celtic, but was it, you know, was it that outrageous that he left? I agree with you, I say up that, well, obviously, it was supposedly that they kind of tend the row season and all the rest of it. So, why, why did they not keep the experience in, in the squad? I mean, he brought, he, he got rid of Scott Sinclair, who's a cracking player, scored a, quite a few goals for Celtic, and they brought a guy in for Southampton, who is nowhere near as good a player as Scott Sinclair will ever be, you know? And I just don't understand why he got rid of all the experience out of the team especially this season and then he's kind of rejigged the whole team in my opinion the young boy McGregor who was flying under Brendan Rodgers he didn't look the same player and he's playing uh, Ryan Christie wide right and all the rest of it Ryan Christie's a cracking player and then all of a sudden he's playing wide right it didn't affect the game as much as he, uh, he would do for the middle of the park Mark well uh, like these things are are, are easy to say in hindsight because if Neil Lennon had kept Lustig, Johnny Hayes and you know the rest the experience you, you talk about there and this had, same thing had happened and they were 15 points behind he'd be getting slaughtered for not refreshing the team and resting on his laurels uh, explanation is Neil probably looked at that and thought we need younger fresher legs in here to, to carry us over the line he's done that in the past he's he, he's continually changed his squad and upgraded it and got rid of older players. Like, I, I was one of them. I, 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 that was, I was a good decision. I was a, listen, it was a great decision because Lustig came in and had, I think, eight fantastic years. But that's just the way Neil, that's the way every manager works. Um, the, the thing about taking it backwards, well, he came in and he's been successful. He won leagues and he's won Scottish Cups. Um, I don't know if he's taken them uh, backwards in terms of uh, titles and trophies. Um, so it, it works both ways Scott Sinclair is, is an interesting one Because Scott Sinclair Was hammered on here on this show By a lot of Celtic fans He was out the team People says it was the right decision Celtic started missing his goals People would phone up and say Why is he not playing? And it's it's the same here with, with Thomas Scott Sinclair splits decisions But he was a, a wonderful servant for Celtic And he's, what was it, three seasons he was there Great return But Celtic have been missing that 
They've been missing the goals from Scott Sinclair supplied what 20 goals a season for three years James Forrest You know heavily criticised by some Celtic fans But you've got to say they've missed his goals and assists this season And I think that's a big problem Not enough people are chipping in It's left to Edward 20 goals again at this stage mm. I don't think enough's coming from other players Thomas on last night you know you said it was it was terrible Now I, w- I would concede that clearly I think most people would accept That it, it obviously wasn't vintage Celtic Not flying at their sparkling best But a win, a clean sheet, a good goal Given that they're, they're not in a brilliant place at the moment Was it really terrible? Was it really that bad? If you let me get a word in here Edgewise uh, I think uh, you're glossing on the tapete here Paul uh, the, So it, it, it takes It takes uh, It takes uh, What do you call it? It brings, it brings Roger on And it puts uh, It puts on uh, we Christy up front My god You kidding me on Why, 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 why did he do that uh, We can answer me that well, the, best well, goal, the, best, the best goal scorer At Park Kid Is sitting, sitting in his bum In the stand Is Lee Griffiths And he can't get a game In front of a jetty Are you kidding me on Might that be Partly Lee Griffiths' fault well, well partly I understand He's had a few problems But he's the best goal scorer up there But he's the best finisher up there By a long shot and he can't get a game in front of a jetty. You kidding me on? A jetty, a jetty is my God. Many, many goals just go for best arm. Well, none. I don't think, or certainly none, not many. None, didn't play a lot. None. There you go. Yeah. So last week uh, or the, the previous game, he finished play because he, he was fatigued. Are you kidding me on? There's a lot of accusations of kidding. I'm not kidding anyone on. Um, Gordon is Neil Lennon kidding Thomas on? No, Neil Lennon sees um, I agree with uh, Thomas In the fact that Lee Griffiths Is a terrific finisher yeah, I, I, mean, I don't no think one, they're no not Dead down that, that. Do they? No, that's what I'm saying I don't think MD Is going to argue against that Gordon But Neil Lennon works With these guys day in day out Now, a Yeti is a strange one For me, I don't think he's He's been a success at Celtic um, They keep trying him with Edward I don't see that partnership um, developing Gordon I've got to say And a lot of people say Well it's not long to go Because they reckon Edward might leave In the summer Whatever But um, Last night He decided I thought Because And, and I don't blame Neil for us Because Aberdeen Was starting to get a grip Of the game Now 1-0 At Celtic Park Against Aberdeen You're right When things aren't great Just now It's about getting The three points I thought Neil Made the right decision What he done was He took a Yeti off And he says to Christie You go Instead of playing Your midfield role Play mm. in behind And gave him a free role To go and support Edward And try and get in behind So I don't see any problem with that I just think that Celtic Were the, their Best last night No they weren't But they've got to win games It's no point No point coming on here If they have played very well And Aberdeen Got a, a snatch and, and beat them 1-0 You know So people will be complaining about that They got a clean sheet Positive They got a terrific goal from Turnbull And they get three points I think that was a good night for Celtic Thomas, pleasure to speak to you That was Thomas in Darnley Give us a call back sometime Rangers team is out And there are a few surprises in there Alan McGregor in goal A back four of Tavernier Goldson Hillander And Barisic A midfield three of Kamara Davis And Arfield And a front three of Aribo Roof And Morello So no Ryan Kent And no Ryan Jack Both on the bench Rangers fans What do you make of that? 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
We just gave you the Rangers team before the break An hour and ten minutes until kick-off And perhaps a few surprises in there McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Hillander, Barisic All quite predictable Davis, Kamara, Arfield back into the eleven, And then Aribo, Roof and Morelos Which means Ryan Kent and Ryan Jack Both on the bench along with McLaughlin, Simpson, Balogun, Wright, Stewart, Hadji and Eaton What do you make of that? John and New Mains is a Rangers fan John, any surprises there for you? No, um, good evening panel First of all, yes I, um, I don't think any surprise I think Watching Ken over the last Five or six weeks He's, lo- he's been looking a bit jaded <laughs> A better word I think tonight is an, is an attacking option I like the fact that Roof and Morelos are both on the pitch It gives them goal scoring opportunity for the two of them the only maybe surprise is I thought maybe I'd have played Jack instead of Arfield and maybe the only other one would be um, Balogun for um, Hollander but apart from that I still think it's an an attacking Mm. lineup. plus the ones in the bench know what they need to do if they're called upon to be used yeah I mean Mark it's not like Stephen Gerrard's picked players who've come out from from nowhere no surprises in that sense but Ryan Kent Ryan Jack And the fact that Both of them aren't playing I think that That might Raise one or two eyebrows Not to say it's wrong But just uh, Ryan Kent plays a l- Most yeah. of Rangers games uh, Yeah that's That's where the big surprise Comes from Because more often than not Stephen Gerrard will pick him And we've been saying For a number of weeks Daz mentioned it That against Ross County um, He thought he, he Could have been left out And we've been saying He's not sparkling But he always plays So that That's a surprise But the team he's picked I mean You look at the The midfield three and you look at uh, Aribo if he's, if he's playing up top Are you, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to make a serious point He's coughing and spluttering down sorry, the mic What's going on? I don't know What's going on? You don't get this at The big punditry moments you watch on TV mm. Guys like him spluttering all over <laughs> 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 Anyway What I was what I was going to say is These guys are all very comfortable on the ball And when you play away from home in Europe The key thing is You don't give up possession easily And the guys he's brought in Are are very accomplished players on in possession, so that's that's the one good thing. But my point was we we can't play in. He's somebody who can carry the ball up mm-hmm. the field for them, and I wonder if, if they're lacking uh, with that starting eleven uh, if they've not got that in their team tonight. Yeah, the ball carrying's the obvious one, Gordon. I mean, Rangers' genuine width comes really from from Tavernier and Barisic, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Rather, than Kent doesn't play as that that type of winger, if you like it. So. Um, the width can still come from there Does it look to you though That, that there's a real emphasis on Sort of ball retention And, and winning Central yeah. midfield Battles Is that What's behind this? Yeah as, as, uh, He's away from home Let's let's be honest here as, as much as they'll be very confident Gordon He's away from home Last 32 An opportunity to You know Keep this run going in Europe um, I like Roof Now he doesn't come off the side But the way that The Rangers play I don't think he's a back-to-goal striker like Morelos. I think he prefers in that position he is tonight. My big my big one was, and I've no problems with it whatsoever, because I think he's a terrific footballer, very clever player, Arfield. But Ryan Jack scored one of the best goals he scored for a long time at the weekend. Um, I think Jack's been... I think that's part... Is that anything to do with it then, trying to... Not have him coming in and starting game after game. Anything to do with his could, fitness or yeah, rustiness? Yeah, it, it could be because um, he's got good options. That's the thing. I think Arfield gives him great balance in there as well. 
an option to go, uh, you know, in, in front of, behind his his front men. He makes the clever runs. I'm a big Arfield fan, you know that, Gordon. Um, the only surprise that for me was that he started with him tonight rather than Jack, mm. but it's still a very yeah. strong Rangers side. John, are you looking forward to seeing what Morelos and Roof can do together? Because I, I've got a sneaky suspicion that if Rangers fans were asked, you know, everyone's on top form. Who's your starting eleven? I think a lot of people would perhaps have Roof and Morelos in there, but they've not played together a lot. In fact, they've not played together since the game against Celtic at the turn of the year. Sorry, no, I do agree, but I think, um, as Gordon says, it looks an aggressive lineup. Whereas Aribo's a kind of physical person. He's got a he's got a good bit about himself. He's Roof's got that physical as well, so it's an aggressive lineup. Whereas I know Ryan Kent can hold the ball up and things like that, but I do think Ruth and as I say, Scotty Arfield can pass the midfield and supporting I supporting um, Ruth or supporting Morelos, it can play off them. They scored many a goals playing off beside the striker. So I think it has an aggressive lineup and your substitutes I think you're right to say me Jack. I think Jack's just coming back for a long term injury and I think game after game after game they might just struggle. So when you've got Davis, Arfield and Jack all relatively fit, then it keeps you in good stead. Gordon, what about that, you know, Ruth and Morelos both playing for one reason or another? They've not played that much football from, well, certainly not recently, together. But I'd imagine that's something that excites the Rangers fans. Yeah, I I was always thinking that at the beginning of the season, saying that you've got to keep Morelos and when Ruth come in, I watched him with Leeds, uh, mostly Gordon, and he played off the side coming in, and he's he's very clever. He's got good runs, good good knowledge of the game. And then I watched him when he played as a lone striker at Ibrox like a few weeks ago, and I th- I thought he looked a bit uncomfortable. Morelis loves that position back to goal. I think that suits Roof tonight. He's got someone to go and play off of. Morelis will go and fight his battle. He'll hold the ball up for him. Roof is a very very clever player, and the one thing you know he can score a goal as well. Um, I think that could be a good a good partnership between the two. How confident are you, John? I'm, re- I'm re- reasonably confident because we're not in this stage where we've played the best team, scored goals against everybody. So I, I wouldn't be a Rangers fan. I wouldn't say I was confident. I think the game's there to be won. Mm-hmm. I think the Rangers will get a two 0 tonight and bring it back to Ibrox for the return leg. But as I say. We're flying the flag for Scottish football, and we've got, we need to be confident. As I say, we shouldn't be playing the football and it are in it if we're not confident going and get a result. Yeah, the old coefficient points up for grabs, of course. I'm looking at the responses to the tweet we've tweeted the team, obviously. And quite a few Rangers fans sort of saying, Wow, did not expect this, says Cam. I would imagine that's the, the two Ryans on the bench, if you like. Um, Smudger thinks it's a strong team, though. Happy, happy to go along with that one. Um, so yeah, give us your thoughts on Twitter or on the phones McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Hilander, Barisic Davis, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, Roof, Morelos There we go, it's Hilander as well, Gordon Yeah, no problem with we that just got lucky I, uh, Well, the minute you told me that uh, he'd done the press No, I told you, I, that doesn't always, that I, doesn't I, always I, count No, I would have changed my mind But if he'd have put Balogun in there yeah. I don't think any Rangers supporter would have complained about that I, I, I don't think you'll have complaints about that no. team Gordon I think there's a good balance to it John good to speak to you That was John in New Mains And it takes us up nicely to time for this 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Thursday night's Beat the Pundit, one of the highlights of the week. 0141 951 1025. Give us a call before 7 o'clock, and it could be you taking on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL to try and win the signed ball. It's that simple, so don't hang around. Before 7, you need to get the call in. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here It's time for Beat the Pundit We've been building up to kick off Between Royal Antwerp and Rangers Less than an hour to go So keep the calls coming in on that one Celtic fans What did you take away from last night? Bit of a split opinion on the phone so far Some happy Some not so happy Obviously David Turnbull Stealing the headlines again Don't forget later on We will have your chance to win the football survival pack uh, But let's do this first on Beat the Pundit Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football I'm particularly worried about Gordon DL if it's him on Beat the Pundit tonight Mark Wilson because he's been a bit out of sorts this year he said that you know went away warm weather training to Dubai came back couldn't get his form back together been a bit all over the place up and down and tonight you should see him, right? He's shaking like a leaf because he's he's gone off chocolate and sugar. See, since oh. we fat shamed him, <laughs> we <laughs> fat, fat shamed him, fat shamed him yeah. at the weekend because yeah. he was battering twenty Jaffa cakes per night, and we pointed Can't out clearly that. that that's disgraceful. Uh, so he's now fo- he's four days off the chocolate and the sugar, right? <laughs> and he, he was telling me that he's, he's he's been going to bed at half past seven at night to keep him away from the chocolate. He can't handle it. He's, in, he's shaking in here. You should see the state of him. Yeah, but what's uh, Well, exactly. He's raging and he's walked in and at his place on the desk, eight chocolate chip muffins and four lemon and white chocolate muffins. Ooh. Somebody's left and he is gutted. He can't stop staring at them. Drooling everywhere. Yes, yeah. I love a muffin. <laughs> and and and. And it's only 233 calories per muffin And you can't go to bed at half seven Because that's no. 25 minutes And we need you until till 8 o'clock Oh god You're going to cope okay? Yeah yeah I'm, Focused I'm, on I'm, Beat the Pundit I'm in four days now so I'm fine Right anyway Let's bring in George who'll play tonight George is in Finiston Feeling confident tonight George? Um, well I was uh, I was on before And I lost 3-2 at Jim Duffy So I'm looking for one better thing Yeah why not 3-2 is narrow Jim Duffy's not too bad The Ellen Wilson are Inconsistent We'll call them that Let's see how we get on um, I, I, I did the unthinkable last night Tossed a heads It's been mm. a long time But I managed to toss yeah. a heads last night How did he win last night? Uh, it was Guidi And uh, I can't Could you say in, in the other night That you tossed 11 tails in a row? Something like mm. that yeah So someone tweeted to tell me <laughs> Wow uh, So Mark Wilson is heads Gordon DL's tails Ah, back to form tonight is tails going oh, yes. oh, uh, yes. up against George in Finiston. So, I'm going to give you some Clyde 2 to listen to Gordon, okay? Get your hands off those muffins. Uh, 30 seconds, George. You're up against yep. Gordon and you can pass. That's all you need to know. You ready? No one. Yep. Right, let's go. Your 30 seconds starts now. How many games have Aberdeen gone without scoring a goal? Six. Name either player over 30 years old to play for Celtic this season. Uh, Duffy What nationality is Cedric Eaton? Swiss What club does Scotland international Callum Patterson play for? Cardiff Who is the permanent Hamilton manager immediately before Brian Rice? Uh, pass Name either scorer for Scotland at World Cup 98 McCoy Name either Swedish player to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season um, Pass 
Okay, let's bring Gordon Deal back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, again. Right, same set of questions to you. Okay. You finished that muffin? You're right. Yeah. You're good to go, right? 30 seconds on the clock. <laughs> Your time starts now. How many games have Aberdeen gone without scoring a goal? Six. Name either player over 30 to play for Celtic this season. Shane Duffy. What nationality is Cedric Eaton? Uh, Swiss. Which club does Scotland international Callum Patterson play for? Uh, Sheffield Wednesday Who was the permanent Hamilton manager Immediately before Brian Rice uh, I, I, Big centre half um, That's a funny oh, name pass. Oh. Name either scorer for Scotland At the World Cup 98 98 uh, Alan McCoy Right okay 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 Mark Wilson Assesses <laughs> performance oh, oh, all the, the big centre half Again. Come on, big who, big centre half oh, guy. I t- I t- that's terrible. He's he's not. That's gonna... terrible. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute, right? Like, how do you think it went, George? Uh, I've got a funny feeling it might be a draw. Oh, right? No, how many? I hate these. How many games have Aberdeen gone without scoring at six? You both got it. Name either player over thirty to play for Celtic this season. You both went for twenty-nine-year-old Shane Duffy Scott Brown. <laughs> and overlooked thirty-five-year-old Scott Brown. So not a classic uh, None of you got that one right Still one all What nationality is Cedric Eaton? He is Swiss So you both got that one So fine So what's that Gordon Dale leading by one? Yeah oh, thanks. Is that two each? Oh yeah sorry You both yeah, got that My apologies do, 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 do. Uh, What club does Scotland International Callum Patterson play for? It's Sheffield Wednesday George Cardiff was his old team uh, Who was the permanent Hamilton manager Before Brian Rice? Doing my head in Martin Canning Martin Canning <laughs> Oh I apologise Name either scorer for Scotland at World Cup 98 You both went Ali McCoist That was Euro 96 um, yeah. I was there John Collins or Craig, Craig Burley. Burley Oh so it was And that was the end of the road for you So you're 2-1 up How come you were reading them slow for me? No Man. you panicked Canning. over Martin Canning oh. um, George had the chance to redeem himself and equalise Name either Swedish player to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season George is a Rangers fan as well And he forgot about Philip Hollander oh, He passed it God. It was him or Melker Holberg from Hibs Which means George he's, he's done you I cannot believe it He's pipped you with the Callum Patterson question Hard lines oh, That's a difficult one Because he's at that fun going career now So that's it, he used to be at Cardiff scene, uh, George, you know something I wouldn't blame you for going Cardiff But he got a transfer He went well, to Sheffield okay. Wednesday I am just absolutely gutted man, I cannot believe I forgot Mark right, okay. uh, Hard lines George, good man, uh, thanks for playing George. George, that's Duffy and Try Wilson next time <laughs> uh, well, That was not a classic Nah, I don't uh, think the we competition, should George has been done with a double D <laughs> Don't think we should let George on again He's hopeless He uh, deserved to lose there I wouldn't be I wouldn't be celebrating that one too much Me no. too, it's a victory I'll tell you now Especially nah. the run I'm on It wasn't great performance I'll admit that But it's all about winning and I, I've bounced back tonight That's a that's a confidence booster for me no, But forgetting Martin Canning's existence I, I cannot take one off Big Martin Yeah he should That was a disgrace That was really poor from you Yeah I must admit <sighs> I don't know what's Takes his that. percentage up though Which is Yeah Black Arthur's been on already uh, and, and Go he on Black Arthur Unless the listeners can do something tomorrow It's going to be a clean sweep for the pundits this week I'm afraid so get studying tomorrow I'm off the bottom of the um, table Arithmetic never my strong point You have now played 8 One five six. One f- four. 
So, so 50% Even I can <laughs> do that right? need to be yeah. Carol Vorderman To get that <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Which yeah, Wilson, Even which I can Wilson? do that Wilson's 50%, 50% as well Played yeah. 2 though one one. I've I've played 8 He's played 2 Yeah Okay shows you yeah, Top of the tree There's only 200% records Halliday 5 from 5 Guidi's 2 from 2 I'm not sure that's quite enough. Only. No. You need to played a bit more Don't you Yeah um, What about Duffy Where, where is he Because he's 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 played two one one as well. Ah, he's fifty. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm quite happy. So I've obviously played played the most. Mm-hmm. You know, most popular uh, one four. <laughs> most popular. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you can call yourself popular yeah, and toss a coin. And there's a couple of draws in there as well. I've had unfortunately get beat with the tiebreaker. <laughs> this reminds me of <laughs> speaking of popular. Do you remember the discussion? Well, we we just expose them on air. The discussion we oh, had uh, in the office yeah. about other words for popular. Yeah, yeah you know, you know, if you unreal. go on like your your Netflix or your Amazon Prime or whatever like your your streaming service, and it will show you what is what's trending, um, and that. I guess that kind of tells you know what's popular. Gordon Dale has taken that word and he's now started describing popular things out in his life as as being trending. Like, like I, I can't even explain it. It was it's so ridiculous. To, me and him were having a discussion about a certain program, and he's just trying to shoehorn <laughs> the word, the word tre- in trending. And yeah, it's very trending. <laughs> I said that that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Honestly, and you just kind of get his head around what this trending thing meant. It, so. it was kind of like when, um, when you know, have you ever seen Joey from Friends when he gets the thesaurus <laughs> and he just starts swapping <laughs> all the words out? That was kind of what it was like. That was him. Ah. He started describing things as being very trending. Very so, oh, trending. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, right, 01419511. Rangers are trending, <laughs> very trending tonight because they're pretty popular. Anyway. Um, we're watching Man United as well at the moment they're 2-0 up I was going to say at uh, Real Sociedad but it's in Turin funnily enough because of the travel restrictions and so on so um, but Scottish interest Scott McTominay playing Man United 2-0 up in that one um, other British interest Leicester drawing at the moment as well so we'll see what Rangers can do a bit later on 0141-951-1025 let's go back to looking at last night's games we will continue uh, building up to kick off for Rangers I have no doubt about that whatsoever um, A bit of a news update if you like From John Kennedy Confirming that Celtic will sign Sheffield Wednesday Youngster Liam Shaw On a pre-contract Kennedy says he's an exciting prospect Who's been you know, tracked him on for a little while now We knew his, his situation at Sheffield Wednesday uh, you know, We're excited in our player who's young you know, Got good qualities you know, Good athletic player Plays in midfield He's also played at the back on occasions You know, But Again, one for the future, young player who we, we see is having a, a, a career in the game, hopefully here, uh, and come here and improve the way you like your Davids and your Sorrows and that have as well. Yeah, Liam Shaw, only 19 years of age. Mark Wilson, think he's racked up 15 appearances for Sheffield Wednesday this season. Yeah. Um, brief spell on loan at Chesterfield previously. That pre contract market for kind of English Championship players is one that's been used. A lot before I mean Moussa Dembele Is like the, the standout example Obviously um, From a Celtic perspective Rangers have gone down that route With the likes of Of Joe Rebo And then a couple That have, have come from Bournemouth recently uh, Celtic thought they had one with, From Preston yeah, Until Liverpool decided to come And, and spoil it So Is that a market you think That, that our Big clubs will try and tap oh, into Listen I, You can see the rewards are In there from previous years uh, From clubs that you've mentioned Players that you've mentioned You know You get the right player up At the right time You develop them over a few years And you, you can sell them on For for vast sums of money And they'll be Hopefully I'm sure the, the same um, You know obviously we, We've we not seen a lot of them But the Celtic 
um, scouting team and, and head of recruitment manager coaches would have got a lot on this guy they don't just sign players off the cuff um, especially when it's young ones and you know, we hope he comes up here and, and has a bright future But the one thing for sure is It's not going to be instant This is going to take a couple of years And you just wonder who mm-hmm. who will be coming in to, to next year to, to work with Will it be Neil Lennon and John Kennedy yeah. Their development Or will it be another coaching team With a full different backroom We're not sure But wish him all the best Gordon Clubs recruitment will always be scrutinised That's mm-hmm. nothing new But given the level of criticism Celtic's recruitment has received recently This is another one I'm sure That will be put right under the spotlight Yeah but he's a young player Gordon um, I don't know if he'll be A case of right He'll be right into the team And playing every single week um, Next season um, Mark's right We don't know who's going to be there To nurture the lad through his uh, Celtic career uh, But right age They've obviously done their homework they think that he will improve And um, the lad's desperate to come to Celtic I mean, so if, I if, you're a, if you're a prospect though At English Championship level And you're playing a decent amount You've, you've got to be trying to, You've got to be bothering Celtic's first team next season surely What's the point? Well How many games did you say he played there? 15 15 games uh, 19 years of age Depends Depends on the transfer market the Celtic bring in Because they might go for You look at Rangers for instance They brought Two players for every position Decent quality So he may have another player in there That they, they bring from another club That's competition So um, I don't know I've never I've got to be honest I've never seen the lad yeah. playing So I don't know his ability Okay let's bring in John Who's a Celtic fan in Bishop Briggs What have you got for us tonight John? Alright guys Hello uh, Just a wee point about uh, the caller it was on earlier mm-hmm. It's kind of mate As if Celtic players were going backwards under Neil Lennon Just to kind of point out uh, last season, Odson Edward, Callum McGregor, James Forrest and Ryan Christie all had their best seasons in a select jersey, like with goals and stats-wise under Neil Lennon. Just to kind of see what you think on that. And that's where the season finished in seven games early, so they were kind of on uh, track to kind of get their stats up there as well. Mark, would you be able to go along with all of them? Did all four of them have their best season? Um, last season Callum McGregor's best season? No, I don't think so uh, in terms of Callum McGregor. Uh, John's, John's obviously looked at the stats and... You know, that's one thing. You know, performances uh, is another. Um, Cal McGregor has been exceptional uh, over the years, and maybe, maybe just the volume of games Cal McGregor has has played in over the last couple of years is is taking its toll this season. Um, but um, I agree with John. I, I wouldn't say that. I thought it was harsh earlier on when uh, the caller came on and said Neil Lennon's taking all these players backwards. No, I wouldn't agree with that I think no. that's that's harsh Weighing that at Neil Lennon's door to, to be fair though, John Just, I wonder if you're being a bit selective Because even, even if you're right That is last season I feel like people who are, who are talking about Those players are, are referencing Those players now And saying, right, look at Christie Now, look at McGregor Right now Have they have they progressed Or have they have they fallen off a little bit? Uh, this season is different in a way It's just there's something big going on behind the scenes the way the team's just kind of collapsed this season There's a lot more going on I think Than just management and stuff I think just a lot of players know what to be there as well There's just a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes I think it's just kind of caused the, the whole team morale Just to kind of gunder Well funnily enough Mark Did you see the comments from Neil Lennon this week Saying there have been mitigating circumstances But he can't divulge Mysterious that what I mean why Why come out and say that at this point in time If you aren't going to disclose it 
Because um, I mean Every club will have Something in the background That managers won't talk about Publicly I would imagine Of course there is, There's things that go, Listen I, I was at Celtic a long time There was things behind the scenes That obviously I was privy to That were Were covered up If there was arguments Fights Fines Whatever uh, Players stepping out of line And it was covered up But the manager Very rarely Came out and said There's mitigating circumstances That you don't know It, it must be something Big I just don't Really know why Neil Lennon would drop in I get he's took a lot of the heat He's stood up to the, the pressure He's come out and fronted up More often than not But it was, uh, it was a slightly strange comment Where are the team now then John? There's been so much talk this season About you know games in hand and all the rest of it That's them done 15 points It was another win last night It was another impressive David Turnbull moment How do you assess things at the moment? Just keep going Keep going the way we've been the last Month three, uh, six, uh, six in a row I think we'll win there. Just keep going Game at a time Just hopefully try and win every game At the end of the season Just kind of hope for a wee slip up or two There at Ibrox But mm. it's obviously the least gone I think But it's, you still need to carry that wee bit of hope But just need to kind of end the season on a high Just keep going Win every game at the end of the season And hope we get the summer Just kind of make a big appointment So that, that wouldn't change anything then for you then John And I get that it's completely hypothetical If Celtic were for instance, to win every game till now until the end of the season, which would include playing Rangers twice, of course. Is it is the damage done? That wouldn't be enough for you to change your opinion on, on Neil Lennon. I've, well, I'm a big Neil Lennon fan. I've kind of backed him all, all season, but I understood the kind of changes needed. But I'm not going to abuse him. The Lens people that abused him, and just it's a witch hunt against him. He's my manager, so I'll get behind him. I'll give him all the backing he needs to the end of the season. But come the end of the season, I would like to see a new manager. On. Hopefully it's somebody kind of in the calibre, a Martin O'Neill, a Brendan Rodgers, when about that, and kind of kick his own. It's, the team as well, I don't think it's, uh, it's kind of much an overhaul that people's making out, because you've got Carl McGregor, Sorrow and Tumble. That's three quality midfielders, that's all midfield needs, but they three have got. I think the back line we've got to now, the back four we're playing with the now in these last six games, we need to try and keep that together for next season. Uh, it's, it's, looking a good, it's looking a good back line just now. Yeah, and, I mean that would require though, John wouldn't it Signing John Joe Kenny Which might come with a big fee And keeping Christopher Iyer Could you see both of them happening? That's the thing as well With a new manager That's the first thing I would do was To get a new manager To sit down with Iyer Try and get me commit to a new contract uh, Give him the money He's wanting Because he's, he's definitely worth it He's probably one of the best players in the team And John Joe Kenny Seems like he's lighting up here And he looks reliable Can defend He gets forward And uh, he's tidy and you kind of feel safe when he's playing at right back And he's going to last year his contract as well I take in the summer And he's, he doesn't look like he's going to be getting a game at Everton So uh, if he's right, I, I'd go for him Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with uh, oh, John It's just going to depend on that fee, isn't it? You know yeah. once you get into that market It can sometimes get a bit crazy He's not Flash Kenny He does a, a good steady job for me I, I do agree Flash Kenny's the worst superhero name ever, isn't it? Yeah, you can't have Flash <laughs> Kenny um, But He's certainly doing a, a, a good job. Um, looks, you know, comfortable in the right back position. I thought Ayer last night, Gordon. Um, as I said, as, as much as people rave on about Turnbull and rightly so, I thought Ayer was absolutely outstanding last night. He will not make the Scotland squad for the Euros, will he? No, no. Nah. Unfortunately, we're not taking Just him. Turnbull, right? Okay. Uh, thanks very much, by the way, to John and Bishop Briggs. I like this time on a Thursday night. I must say. Full Time Teaser with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week.
Right, every night on the show at this time We do the full-time teaser But on a Thursday It's with a bit of a difference We give you the chance to win a football survival pack We know, we sympathise with you It is rotten that you can't get out and watch your team live What you can do though Is watch it at home And we're going to try and improve that experience Thanks to our friends at Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors We're giving you the chance to win a brand new beer fridge A case of beer to go in it Pies, thanks to piesports.com And Bovril as well All you need to do is correctly answer tonight's full-time teaser Send us one tweet with all the correct answers Before 7.45 You get into the hat And we'll pick the winner at random You do need to be over 18 Full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com And I'm going to give you the question next So listen carefully Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here We're building up to kick off Between Royal Antwerp and Rangers Looking back on last night's action as well If you think we've missed anything else Feel free to give us a call What about you St Mirren Hamilton Ackies fans What did you make of that game last night 0141 951 1025 But we've got very important business I need to give you the question For tonight's teaser And remember on a Thursday The football survival pack is up for grabs So you need to get all the answers right to this question Send it on one tweet To at Clyde SSB Before 7.45 To be in with a chance of winning the guys have until the end of the show To come up with their answers But they'll help you along the way So by 7.45 They might even have done half the work for you Unlikely But they might have So let's see what you've got on tonight's question This is an anonymous one as well The guy said anonymous Didn't want his name No credit required Can you name 10 players Sorry Can you name the last 10 players Who've scored the winner In a 1-0 Old Firm game Can you name the last 10 players Who've scored the winner in a 1-0 Old Firm game It does not include this season And it does not include you Mark Wilson Because that's oh, too easy what? I, thought it was I know, it's your, I know it's your biggest moment Your greatest why, achievement Why wouldn't it include me? Poor Sasa Papach But it was too easy Which cottage one? So I thought we would take it out Can you name ten, the last 10 players Who've scored the winner In a 1-0 Old Firm game It does not include this season And it does not include Mark Wilson Cottage? No No Think before you speak, you. Who? Forrest. Think before you speak, you. That's not one either. Edward. Oh, I've got one. In Cham. Yes, Olivier in Cham. Well done. Ryan Jack. Yes, Ryan Jack. Yes, does. Thank you. I was thinking before I spoke. Yes, Wilson. I was trending there. I was trending. Trending. Who did Mark say there? Kevin Thompson uh, Yes Are you playing that game? No I was on the bench oh, That was good with me I was going to say Because what a shout it was That was a, that was a great shout Well done Yep thanks mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Davis uh, Yes By the way Mark Wilson's absolutely flying here I've got another one Go on go go got another one Keep it going uh, Edu No Yes, yes, this is outstanding Right, we'll leave it there If you're playing along at home Mark Wilson and to a smaller extent Gordon DL Have given you a helping hand to say the least Can you name the last 10 players Who've scored the winner in a 1-0 Old Firm game uh, It does not include this season It does not include Mark Wilson So you've got Ryan Jack, Olivier and Cham Morris Edu, Stephen Davis, Kevin Thompson Which means at home you've only got Five to get mm. They've given you half of them So at Clyde SSB Get your answers in Before 7.45 To go into the hat For tonight's prize We're about to speak to Sean 
Who is a Celtic fan from Coatbridge Let's hear a little bit from Derek McInnes Shall we He felt that his side uh, Were denied a penalty Against Celtic last night He says it does hurt To set a new club record of Six games without a goal um, But he thought they were denied A clear spot kick in his mind You need a bit of luck at times We should get a penalty The penalty the first half And it comes off Welsh's hand If we're being consistent Tommy Hoban get given a penalty Against him at St Mernell in the season For us for the exact same instant It's come up on him we got two yards away, his hands out to the side. Speak to the referee in the department, they say it's unnatural. If his hands are tucked in there, then it's not. Because his hand was out, like Welsh's, exact same incident happened outside the box for Celtic and they get a free kick. For the exact same incident for a handball on my player. So the inconsistencies of the handball, certainly. But we need to try and um, not just have it down to our refereeing decision, but sometimes when you're on a run like that and not scoring goals, you do need a bit of luck. And... What we, what we do need to do is keep doing what we're doing. A lot of the, a lot of good stuff today, a lot of, as I say, a lot of courage to go and play and pass, get into wider areas with umpteen crosses in, loads of set plays. And because we had a height advantage today, I'm disappointed we haven't made more of that. Gordon DL, does Derek McInnes have a point, a case? In uh, my point of view, absolutely no chance, no. It was never a penalty kick. Um, like, he's quite entitled to go out there and argue his point. I'll, I'll say one thing, I couldn't believe... What a witness last night He was talking about height advantage At one corner Taylor of Aberdeen Who's about 6 foot 4 Was getting marked With Greg Taylor of Celtic Who we got under this table With a top hat on um, <laughs> It was the biggest mismatch I've ever ever seen and, and Did you like that one? I, like that one. I can hear that, that. Yeah, okay. um, And, and I've, I couldn't believe it I thought Aberdeen There was positive signs there The ball score goals Gordon they, they hit the post with a good effort compared to last night. Uh, but going on to Derek's point, you do need a bit of luck. You're searching for that goal to try and turn things round. But penalty kick, never in a million years for me. Mark? Um, yeah, not, not for me, but I can see where Derek McInnes is, is coming from. Um, you know, this handball rule is, once again, throws up so many questions because he's right. A penalty was given against his team. Very similar one for a free kick. For me, Welsh's arms are down by his side and he can't really do much. It's from a very close difference. So that's why, for me, no penalty. But if you're Derek McInnes and you need that wee bit of luck, you can see why he's arguing the point. You can understand his point. And it gets back to all the other talking points we've went through. Inconsistency and inconsistency. Yeah, but see on that, right? I mean, how do you... If a, di- if a different referee Looks at a different incident And still comes up with A, a subjective take on it I, 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 I feel, I I feel like we bang on About that word Inconsistency But I think much. his point Derek Was McInnes in the might, game But Derek McInnes the might referee. feel yeah, well, But Derek McInnes Might feel that those incidents Were exactly the same hmm. but, but the referee might not And the referee might have, <laughs> have seen it slightly different One might be right Which means That the other one Might be wrong They, they both might be right They both might be wrong But I feel like we're striving for this level of consistency that just doesn't exist whilst you're acting, asking a human to make a, a split-second judgment This call. is where I am, Gordon. See if, see if Celtic had, um, you know, Aberdeen had a went and given away a penalty kick like that, Derek would have been out screaming from the heavens. Um, there's, you forget about it. Well, to be fair though, he's saying they have St Mirren, Tommy Hoban. Yeah, I, I don't think for one minute that the referee could have gave... A penalty kick mm. for that last night Sean's a Celtic fan in Cote Bridge Just before we get on to your, your main point Sean, did you have any thoughts on that incident? Did Celtic get away with one? Or is Derek McInnes um, over-egging his side's part in it? 
Uh, I think personally that Celtic are Celtic dominated the first half for me, right? So see regardless of any issues that flag up throughout the game, Celtic could have easily ran away with that game. So if Aberdeen's had one or two instances popped up, it, to me it shouldn't matter. That's just as good as saying that Celtic should have put away a couple of other chances. Okay, fair enough. What about you more generally then, maybe last night or, or overall, how are you feeling about your team at the moment? Uh, it's been up and down, to be honest with you. So it has. It's constantly up and down. Sometimes we look as if we're having a bit of hope and stuff, but at the end of the day, there's still changes needed. And going forward, we're not going to get any further, properly forward for next season if we don't make the changes. Uh, but the team's just been playing. It's it's not playing great. So it's not, but I'll get that to my, my next point. So what, what do you mean by that then? Do you feel that, you know, last night, is it that there's a moment of magic from Turnbull? Is, is that what wins the game rather than an overall... Sort of, it, is, but it shouldn't be the case. Of. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I mean. Is that is that your point that you know at the weekend Edward is maybe pulling Celtic out a hole last night, Turnbull's pulling something out. You don't feel there's a an overall kind of control or or a style that that you want to see. Well, the style I want to see is tactics. The issue is, I think I've been saying this for a while now. Underway in this season, we seem to be playing football just by whatever the player's choice is on the park. It's as if it's freestyle. So that. Compared to people always judge it compared to like Brendan Rodgers style of play, and majority of our players are for Brendan Rodgers either. And under Brendan Rodgers, Celtic were a force because what they done was they they trained, they used tactics and training, and going forward they would form what, for example, triangles going forward through the middle. You don't see that anymore. Anytime Turnbull gets the ball in midfield, he's rotating three sixty degrees to constantly look for a pass as if no one's supporting him. It's not just Turnbull, I'm just using that as an example, but there's many players on many occasions that's happening throughout the games. Mark, Celtic are back to winning ways, and I know people will be entrenched in their opinions, so maybe at times it's unfair, you know, sort of confirmation bias against Neil Lennon, but I have seen that in social media a lot, that some people are saying, yeah, we're winning, but it's because we've got better players than the other teams, and you know, Turnbull will produce something or Edward's producing something but as a team as a unit with a sort of style and a, a controlling games they feel that that's lacking is that fair or I think or that's fair uh, no I think it's fair I think it has, has been disjointed but it, that is the bottom line when you're at Celtic you, you have got better players players should step up when they aren't playing together as a team and pull you out of hole when it's happening and Sean's right when he says up and down he doesn't just mean game to game I think within games it's up and down as well, there is patches that Celtic look back to their best for 10 minutes and then they take their foot off the pedal and they let the opposition into the game and they seem to be struggling when the ball comes in their box at thrashing at things and it seems to unsteady the, the more creative players or your better players. They seem to get dragged into it as well and then they'll go flourish again for another five minutes and it's been enough in this run of five games to, to you know, little moments of brilliance has been enough to drag them out of the... Uh, uh, out of uh, the, the malaise they were in um, But you're never going to win a league like that With, with flashes of brilliance 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there You have to be a more functional team together uh, And that's what's been missing um, You know, Sean's point uh, The way Brendan Rodgers played as well is, is, you know, right They did play in triangles There were plenty of options A lot of, you know, passes put together Before it even got to the front three Neil Lennon came in and totally changed that More direct And when he came in at the start I think a lot of Celtic fans liked that I think they were getting a bit weary uh, Of playing from the goalkeeper Through the centre-halves to the midfield 
But for this season It has not clicked in so many levels That more direct approach It hasn't worked for some reason What does this rebuild look like Sean? Because Halot said this week about The review from Ian Bank here Neil Lennon commented on it Liam Shaw has signed on a a pre-contract Is that Does Neil Lennon sanction that? Because he's going to be the manager working with the player Does Nicky Hammond bring him in Because he's still going to be The head of recruitment You know There there, there seems a lot To to, to be answered How do you feel that the rebuild As you call it Will will pan out? What you say There's a lot to be answered We don't know At the end of the day Who's the one that's actually Buying the players And who's Buying them for For example Is it Neil Lennon that wants them Is he still going to be there? We still don't know There's not been a say on that And the thing is I don't think there's going to be a say on it Because obviously that could Put his morale down even further Going into the end of the season uh, but no, I think the players we've got I've said this since the start of the season I've been called delusional constantly Which I put my hand up to Because at the end of the day If you support a team You still back them uh, But I think personally Because we've got most of the players From the Brendan Rodgers era Who have performed absolutely excellent under him We have got the players to do the business And it's just really down to The tactics to be honest with you I think if we get the right manager in, we don't really need to change too much about the team. The team could go forward. I don't think it's passed or it's hit, hit a stage. I think it's really just down to the style of play. Because like you were talking about two seconds ago, that you can't always rely on a bit of magic for certain players, which is true. If the players are getting told to play free, like free for, it's going to get to a point where they run out of ideas and they rely on the manager, but the manager isn't there to give them a backup plan to change things I don't mean to sort of split hairs Because I, I couldn't be confident of the exact numbers But I, I wonder if You're being a bit selective when you mention You know that it's the same players f- From Brendan Rodgers Because Neil Lennon has got A different goalkeeper He doesn't have Kieran Tierney He doesn't have Mikael Lustig He doesn't have Dedrick Boyata He doesn't have the same Scott Brown He's got a three year uh, A Scott Brown that's three years older um, he's got a Lee Griffiths perhaps It's not not as fit and sharp as, as he was back then So is it is it perhaps a, a bit inaccurate to say That it's the same players And therefore it's proof that they're underperforming Down to the manager? No, I understand that It's not exactly all the same players But even the players that we did have Like your Tam Rogic I know he's been out injured and stuff But he's completely lost When he comes onto the park For example, when he was under Brendan Rodgers And you can see that there's just no Understanding of what he's supposed to do When he's on the park Do you know what I mean It's not just like Rogic It's like selected players Edward as well And you can clearly see it is down to the tactics Especially when you, you see game to game Edward uh, attacking for Celtic And when it comes to defending Edward's the one player that pushes back And I know that's a self thing to do But that backs up my point That it's down to his own choice And it's not Neil Lennon Neil Lennon specifically telling them to trace back Yeah I've heard this before and and Mark's right because we were on this programme and Celtic supporters were phoning and complaining about Brendan Rodgers' tactics the way he built up from the back and worked through the middle and um, you know got to the front line Gordon it wasn't quick enough and Neil Lennon did change that now I don't know what Neil Lennon works on every single day because we're not there so we don't know what he sees his tactics but there's a guy uh, in this in, in this show that, that's worked with him and says he's a very good coach. So, you know, sometimes I think that you just look and think, right, it's all down to tactics. I think there have been a, a mixture this year, I think, performances with the players. 
individually And that's not down to tactics Just individually The way they've played I don't think it's been good enough uh, They've been off for them It's just been a bad, mm. bad year for Celtic Sean, thank you very much Right, how are you doing with this teaser? Apart from Mark Wilson And this season So forget them Name the last 10 players Who've scored the winner in a 1-0 old firm game So people are still sending me Like you know Callum McGregor own goal But no That was this season So it doesn't include this season It doesn't include Mark Wilson Who are the last 10 players To score the winner In a 1-0 old firm game Ryan Jack Olivier and Cham Morris Edu Stephen Davis Kevin Thompson Remember if you're playing at home And you want to try and win The football survival pack You've got 4 minutes To complete that list You no, two got any more? I'm going to go for A well debated one Julian at Hamden League Cup final Oh good and does yep. Well done Mark uh, I don't know if it stretches back this far uh, Egg Yes brilliant Well done Okay if you're playing at home You need all the answers in But we've only left you three The guys have helped you out And then some So you've only got three more To add to that list Send all ten To Acclyde SSB Within the next three and a half minutes And you're in the hat For the football survival pack We'll pick the winner next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right, the lines are about to close 15 seconds left on this full-time teaser It's a special one tonight Giving you the football survival pack Or the chance to win it Thanks to Thompson's personal injury Solicitors will get the winner picked Before the end of the show The question you had to answer tonight Name the last 10 players who've scored the winner In a 1-0 old firm game It does not include this season It does not include Mark Wilson Because that's too easy Ryan Jack Chris Julian Olivier and Cham Morris Edu Steve Davis Kevin Thompson Ugo Egeog Loads of people Are getting that right on Twitter So the hat will be big And we're going to have to pull a winner at random You two have got till the end of the show To complete the, fault, the last three answers Do you get any more? Yes Oh, go on Mark Joe Edley Yes, yes. Uh, Header Gordon Nah I'm sure going to read But gee Okay that's fine Two to get We'll try and get them Before the end of the show No problem with that at all um, We are building up To kick off At uh, well, in, in Antwerp uh, Rangers Over in Belgium Real Sociedad Nil Man United 4 uh, Gordon Deal That's the game we've been watching A bit of a doing in that one Isn't it uh, Yeah And they were unlucky Because it should have been 5 So uh, good result for Manchester United, I'm sure all Rangers supporters and Stephen Gerrard would take that tonight. Uh, but they've been excellent, Gordon. It's not finished yet. They just keep putting the pressure on, but uh, it's been a good performance. And looking at our own teams here in Scotland, Rangers away from home tonight, well suited, good side, hoping for a positive result. Uh, let's take a look at the game's other, the night's other game from last night. A share of the spoils in Paisley. Does that suit? I mean it does move St Mirren into the top six Which is great And it makes you feel You know you've got that sort of That, that uh, aim to get in the top six And they've done it Mark Wilson But does that result Suit Hamilton a bit more perhaps Just away from home And things like that I would say so um, I think Jim would have looked at that fixture And thought it was a, a Realistic opportunity to, to get three points And um like you say there, he'll be delighted they're in the top six. But for Brian Rice, it's been a good week when you put to him that you had a game against Rangers and uh, away games at Fur Park and at St Mirren. Yeah. I mean, he, he certainly would have taken, what was that, five points? Five, yeah. yeah, 100% he would have taken that. So well done, Brian Rice and, and Hamilton Aki's a little bit of a revival. And if you're Ross County and Kelly and teams like that down there, you're thinking, oh, here we go again with Hamilton. Well, let's hear from the managers then St Mirren boss Jim Goodwin first up You know we're not relying on any favours from anybody And I said that to the boys you know, before the game 
you know, full credit to them. You know, we've got games in hand on the teams below us. Well, we've got one game in hand on the two teams below us at the moment. Um, albeit that's not a gimme either, but it's um, it's a good position for us to be in. It's the best position we've been in at this time in the Premier League uh, in our history. I think I can't remember has been in sixth place after this many fixtures before. So it's that fear of failure now that drives you on. You know, you don't want to come this far and not achieve what's been the ultimate goal. So. Um, you know, we'll we'll take the positives from tonight. Hamilton have came into this game on really good form, and I'm I'm pleased that we've managed to to get that point. But obviously disappointed not to have taken all three. Brian Rice says he's happy with the point. He's also thanking Derek McInnes for allowing them to take Bruce Anderson on loan after another goal. A point was deserved. The win was a major factor, especially first half. St. Man were hemming and eyes a little bit with the wind behind them. In the second half, I think we hemmed in for a spell as well. So it was a good, honest battle. Two honest teams fighting for the win. Both teams going for the win. So I don't think anybody can complain tonight. I'm very, very grateful to Aberdeen for allowing it to come out in the first place. You know, and I've spoke to Derek about it and I thanked him. But he's come here and he's formed a nice wee partnership with Maris that I've spoke about a couple of times now. And he's enjoying his football. You know, he's 22 year old. He just wants to be playing regular and. At Aberdeen, it's, you know, it's a really good squad they've got, it, and he doesn't get that much regular starting games. So I think he's just really enjoying being part of a first-team squad where he feels as though he's got to be playing most of the games. So I'm delighted with him. I know Derek McInnes hits back at this stuff. Mark Wilson pointing out that, you know, no, I'm happy. He's my player, and he was going out on loan, and it's good for him to get experience. And he went to air, and he wasn't scoring goals there. So that is all valid But but from the outside It's not an <laughs> ideal scenario You've no. not scored in six And your lone player is doing it in the same division yeah, It's it, just not ideal Yeah, it's just one of these things that, that happen When you're in Derek McInnes' position Nothing seems to be going for you He's won a penalty last night For one similar that he conceded early in the season He's got strikers just now Who have been brought in who can't score Yet, like you say Bruce Anderson is doing it um, For... For Hamilton um, You know When your luck's not in It's not in But it has to change Sometime soon For Derek McInnes Or he may find himself In in a wee bit of bother But well done Bruce Anderson Because it's never It's never nice Going out and going And going from club to club He seems to have You know Found mm-hmm. his, his feet at Hamilton And he might just be the difference Of keeping them in the division You can see both sides To that Gordon Derek mm-hmm. McInnes is Sent him on loan For a reason To hope that it'll improve The player and benefit Aberdeen In the long run And he's right He wasn't a goal machine at air He was struggling even I think To get in the team At some point But if you're an Aberdeen fan you, It's glaring It's staring you in the face Your team's not scored in six And it's not even A different division This time You know It's, it's right there against Against the very opposition That your team is Struggling to score against Yeah but I'm with Derek In this one Because if you look at the strike Aberdeen will start Scoring goals Gordon They've got decent enough strikers up yeah, there. I mean, but it's been six uh, without. I know, I know that, but it doesn't mean that uh, Bruce Anderson would have been playing with Aberdeen, banging the goals in left, right, and centre. He seems to have found a a, a club that that probably suits his game. Uh, he's one of one of the main players there. He'll feel important, and he's getting these goals. That's the way it happens. Hopefully, when for Aberdeen and Derek McInnes when he goes back to Aberdeen. He gets a first team place And he starts banging in the goals Like he's doing for Hamilton But just now As much as Aberdeen fans Will be disappointed I'm sure Hamilton Aki's fans Will be over him in. Maybe that's one for Saturday There must be loads of examples Throughout the years Of people who went on loan And did brilliantly And the, the parent club Could have been doing with them We've not got enough time To try and remember yeah. them But there must be some There must be loads of examples That are um, very frustrating For the fans of the 
the parent club it does that bottom part of the table is fascinating Gordon mm. a setback for your team at the weekend Hamilton Aki's absolutely battering them at Fir Park and meaning you know I think it's only was it four points the gap now between the sides it's not, not Ham- a great deal Hamilton are just one of those teams Gordon when you write them off they just bounce back um, everybody was looking and talking about how fantastic a job John Hughes was doing going to get Ross County out you turn round now Look at the table Ross County firmly at the bottom Only a point behind Hamilton Exactly though. But they're still at the bottom Motherwell <laughs> firmly, firmly 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 though. at the bottom <laughs> um, Now I look at Motherwell I think that Yeah Disappointing result At the weekend mm-hmm. No doubt about that In the Lancashire Derby But I just feel that Motherwell yeah. have enough I think Commander Ross County And Hamilton That is where the fight Is going to be for me Right I can see Joe And Carntine And John A couple of others calling in I wouldn't want to waste your time uh, We would be shoehorning it in And we'll run out of time Very soon So give us a call back tomorrow We'd be delighted uh, To speak to you Final thoughts on Rangers then We gave you the team earlier on A couple of surprises No Ryan Kent And Ryan Jack There on the bench So Morelos In from the start Ruth In from the start um, Aribo In there Scott Arfield Comes back into the starting 11 And it's um, Hillander Who partners Connor Goldson At the back Final thoughts on yeah, it Before kickoff. Well I think they, they should be confident But they have to be cautious Not to be too overconfident Touching up before Royal Antwerp Second in the Belgian league With some good sides in there uh, If you look at their Europa League group as well um, Did pretty well in that So It won't be an easy game I do think Rangers Will come out of it With a positive result though I think it will be 1-1 tonight And by the way Stephen Gerrard Confirming on television That it's actually Slightly fitness related With both of them So he said Ryan Kent You know Fit enough mm-hmm. if, if they need him They can use him But there's a little bit Of an issue there So that, that might Well it does explain yeah, it Yeah it, it certainly does Explain it Gordon Because I think that uh, Under other circumstances Ryan Jack is a massive player yeah. For Stephen Gerrard But uh, it's still a very strong Rangers side Right let's do this Full time teaser with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. More than a million paid in compensation every week. Right, every week on the full time teaser, we're giving you the chance to win a football survival pack. We feel great sympathy for you because we're all feeling it. You can't get out to a game, there's no substitute for the real thing, but we're trying to do our best to make watching the games at home a bit more enjoyable for you. So, we're giving you the chance to win a beer fridge, the beer, crucially, to go in it, pies, thanks to piesports.com and Bovril as well. Everything you need, all you had to do was answer the full time teaser correctly tonight. You did have to be over 18, all the T's and C's were at Clyde1.com, and we're going to pull the winner. From a hat Thanks again to Thompson's Personal injury solicitors The question was Name the last 10 players Who've scored the winner In a 1-0 Old Firm game It does not include this season It does not include Mark Wilson So you're doing pretty well You guys in the studio Ryan Jack Chris Julian Olivier and Cham Joe Ledley Morris Edu Stephen Davis Kevin Thompson Hugo Egeog That means you've got Two to get The lines are closed For those playing at home And I will pick a winner In just a second But you two have got A couple of minutes left Mark anything? Sarafsky? No. So mm. it's not gone back that far? Mm, well, don't know about that. Well, yeah, probably not quite that far. I'll be I'll be a centre forward, a centre half. <laughs> what, makes you, what makes you say Cause, that? Cause I'll be a centre forward because he scores goal in the centre half because of set play. So they're both strikers. I don't I don't follow your logic. Right, okay. So I'll be two centre forwards and no yep. goalkeepers involved. Celtic or Rangers? What, one of each? No, both Celtic Talking rubbish Both Celtic Both Celtic mm-hmm. Come on, Mark There's an obvious one Really, in terms of the last couple of seasons Dembele Yes I said Dembele no, to you, you. 
Yeah. Hey, do, look at your face. He didn't. I. You tell you the truth caramocal. now. You said Dembele to me at a break. We were not on air, and I ignored you. I <sighs> dinged you. That is ridiculous. Play it back. The podcast. You asked me at the break, and I pretended that I was looking something up on the computer, and I didn't answer <laughs> and you. And then you left the glory to him in there. I know my stuff I did, You didn't ask me on air Right Last one Ranger striker No Celtic Celtic, oh, Celtic striker Yep Come on Daz Come on Well I don't really know Former clubs up here Also include Partick Thistle Scott McDonald Dundee United Oh well done Scott McDonald Well done to Mark and Gordon For getting it in the studio But crucially well done to you So many of you got it right And the winner Picked at random Is Mark at Walkman1987 Well done to you Mark You are the winner Of the Football Survival Pack Thanks to Thompson's Keep an eye on your Twitter DMs And we'll hook you up With the prize So well done again To Mark Thank you to Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Thanks for all your calls And your tweets tonight Another busy show Like there's any other way Uh, Kick off just a about to happen between Royal Antwerp and Rangers which means we are perfectly set up to look back on all the big talking points tomorrow we'll welcome Hugh Keevans back see what he's got to say for himself this week and in the meantime stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next